What is going on, Breakthrough Success listeners? Mark Birdie here. In this Solo Saturday episode, we are going to talk about my podcast interview schedule, how I manage it, because a lot of people, they're excited to start their own podcast, but then they think about the work that's involved, and the biggest part of that work is the interviews. So I do, just for context, three Breakthrough Success episodes, one Ditch the Job episode, one Profitable Public Speaking episode, all that each week that I publish. I also do a ton of virtual summits as well. So at any given moment, I could have to interview dozens of people in a given month. That doesn't have to be you. You could just do a weekly show and just one podcast instead of three in summits. But I will be talking about how I manage that because a lot of people do come and they say, I want to start a podcast, but I'm not sure how to make the scheduling work. So that's going to be the focus of this episode. Before we get into it, though, I want to talk about our sponsor, Your Fitness Calling, which helps you achieve natural fitness in a modern world. If you want to shed off the pounds for good and maintain your health, head over to yourfitnesscalling.com to learn more and schedule a free fast track to weight loss session with Caroline Ashbourne, a qualified health and fitness coach. She is over there at yourfitnesscalling.com, the main person behind that. And she was also on a recent Breakthrough Success episode, which we will also be throwing in the show notes. So when it comes to managing all of the interviews that I do for all my podcasts and virtual summits, the first step to making this all happen is just get clear on which days will you do the interviews? So for me, Mondays and Thursdays, those are the two days when I'm doing the majority of my interviews. For you, it could be just one day a week, or you could do one day every other week. Because the thing with just a weekly podcast is that you just need four episodes in a given month. So if you pick one day to do five or six interviews, then you're covered for the entire month. Now, it's not like every single guest is going to be available at that same time frame. And some people may be no-shows. That's why I suggest do more interviews than you truly need. So I have at least a month's worth of interviews already done in advance for all my podcasts. And the reason I do that, again, you have no-shows. You also have that I might want to take a vacation. You also have that I could get randomly sick. So having the buffer. This is one of the big things I emphasize. You have that buffer. It makes everything else so much easier. So if you do a weekly podcast, you pick one day, you interview five or six people, you don't do it again until the next month. Or you pick one day of the week to interview two people. And you do that every single week and you end up with eight interviews, assuming everyone shows up. And then just like that, in one month, you have two months worth of episodes already done. And for some people who they may want to advance to like two episodes a week, three episodes a week, then you just add an extra interview session. So instead of doing two interviews on Thursdays, you bump it up to three and you gradually go up at your pace. Another big part of the interview schedule is how long the interviews are. The reason I'm able to produce this much content in part is because my episodes are shorter than your average interview. While some podcasts, they do hour-long interviews, most of mine are in that 20 to 30-minute range, 
which means being safe and giving myself some wiggle room in case tech happens. I do 45 minute slots. And by doing a 45 minute slot instead of a one hour slot in a three hour period, I'm able to do four interviews instead of just three. So I know someone also who he does 12 minute podcast episodes. Again, may not be for you, but it is for him. And if you do a very short interview style like that, where maybe it's just a 15 minutes on the calendar with someone, then you could do four interviews in an hour. So part of managing your interview schedule is you got to figure out what day or what two days you're available, but then you have to figure out how long you want each interview to be. Some people, they actually do two-hour interviews. I don't really see myself doing a two-hour interview, but it does work for some people. And again, the shorter your interviews are, the more quick and to the point it is easier to say, I just want to do a 45-minute or even just a 30-minute allotment of time per interview. I did try to do 30 minutes on the acuity, but when you had tech problems or a guest shows up like one or two minutes later, it takes some time to set up or you want to have a pre-conversation and a post-conversation. For me, there was a lot of overlap, so I would like kind of rush the people off because I knew I had another guest right there waiting. And this was a cycle where if you bulk and you have this happening throughout the day, it gets a little stressful. So that's why I gave myself 45 minutes. You just want to make sure you have more time than what you think you will need to avoid that overlap. Now, when it comes to the preparation, this is another big part of managing the interviews because it's not like you just show up. You have to read someone's bio. You have to know what you're going to talk about and you have to know questions. I mentioned questions with a little bit of hesitancy because I don't do question prep anymore. I just know the topic and I have a conversation with the guest. Some people, they like to recycle their questions in which it doesn't take too much time. Other people like to prepare their questions, which is good when you're first starting out. The issue with preparing questions, though, is you could miss out on something very insightful. The guest says that the conversation should go in that direction. It should, but you just have the next question on your line and you ask that next question instead of listening to the guest and then thinking of how to proceed with it. If you don't prepare with questions, it does give you a lot more incentive to truly listen to what the guest is saying rather than thinking of the next question that you're going to ask on your sheets of prepared questions. Now, you can't get away, though, with not having the intro in place and not knowing the topic. So this is where using something like Acuity comes into play. Every time a guest schedules their time to be on the show, I always ask them a few questions. Some of them are designed for prospecting. I want to know if you're interested in being a sponsor for the show. I want to know if you are interested in using YouTube, podcasting, Instagram. Like, what are you trying to do to grow your business? And I don't really ask too many of those questions. It's just yes or no questions because you don't want the form to be super long. But the two things you definitely need on your form are please include a bio of yourself. So then you copy and paste that or they give you a link and you find the bio. 
and what topic do you want to cover? Because even though you may know right then and there, like what topic you want to cover with that person, you talk about it through email, you make an agreement and okay, we're going to talk about this topic. You may forget about that email if the person schedules months later down the road. So by having the guests essentially do the work for you, they give you the bio that they want to have included and then they give you your topic. You just go into Acuity or your iCalendar if it's synced or any calendar app that's synced with Acuity and you just pull that information from Acuity. This is why I only need like five minutes before each episode to do preparation. So I do bulk recordings, but I don't necessarily do bulk interview prep because I do all of that right before an episode. And with the 45 minute time frame, I do have more than enough time in between guests to prep for the next person. So that's a little bit in my interviewing process, how I'm able to manage it. And I'm sure some of these strategies will help you if you decide to start a podcast and maybe you're worried about the workload, or it just gives you some new perspective if you are currently a podcaster, you have your own show, and you just want a more dialed down system. Throughout my process with podcasting, I always dial down the system a little bit more. There's going to be something I do a few months from now that I could not have possibly thought of today that further dials down the system. And podcasting initially is a lot of work just because there are a lot of different tasks and you don't fully know what you're doing when you first get started. But when you do embrace it a little bit more and you do the same tasks repeatedly, you get better ideas for how you can save a lot of time with the process. That's why I've been able to do three podcasts, several virtual summits, and you just keep building on from there. So that wraps up this episode of Solo Saturdays over on Breakthrough Success. I do hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you are new here, I'd love if you subscribe for more episodes just like this one. So in any event, until next time, dream big, achieve greatness, and unlock your potential today.